This is episode two: Building Good Habits. Welcome to the Incrementalist, a productivity podcast on making big changes in small steps. I'm your host, Diane Williams. Whenever we want to make a change, we tend to think in terms of goals and outcomes, hopes and dreams. It's good to know the results we want, but how do we get there? It starts with a behavior change, specific behaviors that add up over time to create success as you define it. Sometimes we're not clear on what we really want. We have abstract ideas like start my own business, reduce stress, get fit, get more stuff done. These are wishes. We need to dig deeper. We do this by defining the behavior that will help make the dream come true. What can you do now, or at a chosen point in time, to move closer to your goal? Let's say you have trouble sleeping, and you want to sleep better. Sleep has profound effects on your focus, productivity, creativity, health, and well-being. Without it, you can't have peak performance. You could say sleep is a keystone habit. Keystone habits are small changes that people introduce into their routines that unintentionally carry over into other aspects of their lives, says Charles Duhigg, author of *Power of Habit*. They help you develop other habits. They influence every area of life. If you think about it, you'll see that good sleep is more like a desire, and getting seven to eight solid hours of sleep is a desired outcome. It's not really behavior. A behavior is an action step you can take right now or at another point in time. Habits are repeated behaviors without conscious thought. They start with a decision and then become automatic. There are many behavior options to get better sleep. You could get more exposure to natural light during the day, avoid screen time during the last hour before bedtime. These two actions help regulate your sleep-wake cycle or your circadian rhythm. Sunlight in the day releases serotonin. The hormone that boosts your mood and focus. Darkness at night produces melatonin to help you feel more relaxed. Other behaviors to get good sleep are regular exercise during the day, keeping a consistent sleep schedule like going to bed at the same time every night and waking up at the same time every morning. Have no TV, laptop, or phone in your bedroom. You could use gadgets like a sleep mask or a magic weighted blanket. Put up blackout curtains. Some behaviors are easier to do than others. When you're making big changes, willpower is a huge factor, but it's finite. You have only so much of it, so you have to use it well and use it sparingly. Save it for more complex things. Motivation also comes and goes. Motivation is mixed. You cannot rely on willpower or motivation to make changes. That's why you install good habits to run on autopilot. In the power of habit. Charles Duhigg explains that every habit starts with a neurological loop. There are three parts. First, there's the cue that triggers the automatic behavior. This includes the time of day, your emotional state, your location, or the people around you. Next is the routine or the behavior itself. This is you acting out the habit. Third is the reward that results from the routine. It satisfies a certain craving. The reward is something your brain remembers and likes. It's the dopamine hit you get when you do the habit. You repeat the behavior because you want to receive the reward again. 
The reward reinforces the behavior. A habit is an automatic behavior that starts with a cue and ends with a reward. Habits start as a conscious decision, but the loop reinforces itself, and the brain goes into autopilot to execute the routine. Your daily actions make up the sum of your life. A Duke University study found that about 45% of daily behaviors were repeated in the same location almost every day. Failure to change is not necessarily due to poor willpower or not understanding the benefits of the change. Rather, the study showed that it was due to bad ingrained habits. So, how do you start a new habit? Keep it simple. Get the basics down. Get the fundamentals right. You could set a specific time or place to take the small action. Break down the behavior change to something small and easy to do. If you make it easy to do, you need less willpower and motivation. Professor B.J. Fogg, author of the book *Tiny Habits*, says our approach to change is key. Match yourself, your preferences, your abilities with your specific behavior. Don't try to copy someone else's habits. If you're truly a night owl, you really don't have to get up at 5 a.m. to be more productive or to be successful. If you want to be more mindful or have less stress, yoga and meditation are just some of the many behavior options. You could instead walk your dog, eat slowly, garden, play guitar, listen to music. There are many other rituals or routines that encourage you to be more present. Don't compare yourself to others when you're designing your own life. What drives behavior comes down to this formula: B equals MAP. M A P. M is motivation, the desire to do the behavior. A is ability, which means you can do the behavior. P is the prompt. That's the reminder to do the behavior now. These three things coexist to drive the behavior, says Professor Fogg. Now, ability involves time, money, effort, physical or mental, and routine. If the behavior is hard to do, it's unlikely to become a habit. Make the behavior so tiny you need very little motivation or willpower to do it. To create a new habit, you increase your skills. Make the behavior small—that is, make the action easier—or get the tools and resources you need, which improves the context. All these three approaches affect your ability to take action. Sometimes you need to improve your skills to start a new thing. I had to learn about podcasting, like how to present information through audio. Writing is a keystone habit of mine, but it's not the same as speaking into a microphone. I'm practicing this new behavior right now, finding my voice. It takes energy, motivation, and deep interest to learn a new skill. You could also get the tools and resources. To start this show, I had to find the right podcast hosting service. Get the microphone and the pop filter. Get the headphones to check the audio. Get the audio recording software. Sometimes, though, having tools are not enough. I had the microphone for eight months before I began using it. I also have a ukulele now. I have the beginner books and the online classes, but I still have yet to play a song on the uke. Building skills and getting tools are not enough to build a good habit. You also need to make the behavior tiny. This approach works when your motivation or energy is low, or when you're a beginner. Let's talk about the two different ways to make a behavior small. There's a starter step. That's one small first step toward the desired behavior. If I want to learn to play one song on the uke, would I first learn to play the C chord? Well, no. I could just pick up the uke. Only one action to start a new habit. I don't have to play the C chord right away. I just pick up the uke. 
If you want to start a yoga practice, how do you start? Your starter step to do yoga is to take the mat out. That's all. You don't have to do any yoga. The second thing to do is to scale back. Take the behavior you want and shrink it. The tiny habit is a smaller, easier version of the habit you want to create. If you want to do an hour of yoga every day, you can scale back to doing one sun salutation. Get your baseline action done. Build the habit even if you're not feeling up to it. Do the tiny habit daily or consistently to build momentum. Try not to miss a day or two days. If you do, just get back to the small action. Get the dopamine hit, feel good about the action you took, and then scale up. BJ Fogg says that in behavior design, we start with the ABC method to build tiny habits. ABC stands for anchor, behavior, and celebration. What's the anchor moment? Pick an existing routine or event to do the new tiny behavior and to remind you of it. For example, if you want to start journaling, keep your notebook instead of your phone with you when you make coffee. Design your environment to put success in your way. Then we get to behavior. That is the new tiny behavior. When you start out, practice an easy version of the new habit you want to create. If you want to start daily walks, put on your walking shoes and maybe step outside. Make it easy on yourself. Mini habits build momentum. Make things so easy that it's hard to not go through with the thing. If there's any new habit you want to create, you start small, whether time-based or task-based. If you want to write a book, start blogging first. Write a hundred words instead of a thousand words in a session. If you want to read more books, start with one paragraph or a page. If you want to do yoga every day, you commit to five minutes before you go up to 10, 15, and so on. If you want to start a meditation practice, you just breathe in and out for five breaths. If you want to start a journaling habit, you write a paragraph, you start with a sentence, you use bullet points instead of sentences. Next is instant celebration. Celebrate the moment you remember to do the new habit while you're doing the new habit and immediately after you do the new habit. A celebration could be a blissful smile, a fist pump, a happy dance, or an activity you enjoy, like mind wandering or daydreaming connecting with a good friend. Find and practice your own way to celebrate, even the small wins, even the first step. Excellence comes from the actions you do habitually, consistently, repeatedly, not from once-in-a-while acts. Being the best version of yourself and having self-mastery comes down to your habits. Keystone habits have the biggest impact in your life. For you, it might be regular exercise. For me, it might be restful sleep. If you want to have or create order in your day, make your bed after you wake up. If you want to add creativity to your life, draw or sketch. If you want to write a book, then write daily. These master habits make it easier to start other habits. Make the habits small enough to do easily and build momentum for new actions, behaviors, and other habits. In an upcoming episode, I'll talk about breaking bad habits. Sometimes it's not about creating, but about removing. What's your kryptonite? What's on your stop doing list? If you have comments or feedback, please email me directly at dianewilliams.com. If you like the show, I'd really appreciate it if you go to Apple Podcasts in particular and give it a five-star rating and review. Your downloads, ratings, and subscribes will help others find the show. Thank you for joining me. 
Stay tuned for more in the next episode.